0: What's going on, guys? Um, welcome to this dope stream. i got, obviously, the great man, Paul Acura, next to me. Uh, we'll be answering, or well, not will be because I don't really know a lot, but he'll be answering uh, your questions, anything, you know, that he can answer, of course, um, about the about the club. Um, we'll wait for a couple more people to jump on. I've got some people lined up, but also, if you can't uh, jump on, um, and talk by video. You can also put them in the chat. Um, I've got some questions on Twitter as well that, that we'll chuck up there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so slowly, slowly, slowly. I've put it all on Twitter and uh, Instagram and stuff. So, um, yeah, incredible. Hey you been, man? Good, man. Yeah, this
1: is, this is the first time I've done something like this. So looking forward to it. Uh, and um, just want to say, I've always said it as a player and as a supporter of the club too. Just just to thank everyone for the support that you guys have given this football club for so many years. I mean, we're, we're all pretty fortunate to be part of it. Um,
0: yeah, so really excited. All right, so beautiful. Yeah, so it's starting to starting to creep up, starting to creep up. I'll just post that. So I just posted the I just posted the link to jump on by. Um, by video, so that's up right now. Someone asked, uh, <laughs> where's the baby oil for all those for all those pipes? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, nah, <laughs> there's some weights here, but I've got to get back into the gym actually. <laughs> Pretty fit for summer. Oh. So uh all right, so we'll chuck on Lockie first. So Lockie's from uh, Twitter, so add him to the stream. Uh, can you hear me, mate?
2: Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. How do I sound?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, mate. We can, we can hear. Hey, lucky
2: Easy. Yeah, going well. We are going very well. Um, absolute pleasure to meet you, mate. I just want to say before I start, no, thank um, thank you to Luke and to yourself for giving us this opportunity. It's absolutely unreal. Um, just goes to show like the times that we live in, um, what we can do. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Um yeah i've been a collingwood you know supporter and member for 20 years um some of my earliest memories of my dad probably carrying me up bridge road um to the g you know to watch yourself play and then as a young lad you know admiring you and even in business now i'm studying at the moment and um it's pretty it's pretty awesome to see what you've done over over such a amazing career so yeah thank you very much i'm a little bit nervous but um yeah, mate, um, I'm yeah very, look, very i happy to be here
1: a yeah, good man i, I uh... I've got a lot of those memories too, and and you're right, mate. I want to thank Luke and and other sort of Collingwood people that who who you know via Instagram or, or Facebook or social media, Twitter. But just to be able to, to provide the content that I know you do and and others is yeah. awesome, and yeah. I follow them as well, and and uh, it's a good laugh. I, I see see some 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 good little stories that rem- that you know that reminds me of so many great memories in the past. So thanks to yeah. to all of you.
2: No, absolutely. Um, I, I listened recently to the Pie Hard, Pie Hard podcast um, that you did, and it was absolutely fantastic. I think it was really revealing and really reassuring to a lot of us members, um, as I'm sure you know. It's been a pretty tumultuous time for the club. Um, yeah. You know, we've obviously had you know a bit of drama, a bit of controversy, which is probably synonymous with Collingwood. But you know, I just wanted to ask you, mate. Um, I was originally probably for an EGM. Um, as I've learned and you know got yeah. to know more about footy, um, i was I was quite concerned with the operations of the club. However, the decisions that you guys have made, and I give all credit to you over the over recent months, especially this season, um, it would have been extremely difficult, and it's definitely swung my opinion, and I know a lot of other members as well. Yeah. Um, you know, mate, I, I just wanted to ask, especially, I think this next decade for Collingwood is probably one of our most crucial in recent history. Um, I think it's it can probably either go one of two ways. We, you know, push forward like you said and have success over the next 20 years or, you know, we slip into a bit of mediocrity. Um, you know, I just wanted to, to know what, what are the plans that the club are implementing? What are we looking to do to ensure the next five to 10 years are gonna be successful for us?
1: Yeah, no, mate, really good question. and I've
2: said it sort of a couple of times
1: now. Well, first of all, I think you know, the club needed to be, we need to be really honest with ourselves and, and where we're at yeah. right now. Um, you know, and, and I've said it a few times now and listened to a lot of the members. You know, I, I think we need to just drop the ego a bit and we're actually not as good yeah. as what we, we are. You know, we won two flags in 60 odd years. Um, yeah, it could have been eight, you know, flags. Um, but also, you know, because we were once that the club that had you know, the best facilities, you know, and and top four sides regularly, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And but if you look at the past at Collingwood, we haven't really been able to secure a big name player, and which really surprised me a little bit, particularly with with you know the, the club and and and, uh, and where it's at. So so yeah, for us to to have that twenty years of success and 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 you know, win five flags, um, we we need to yeah need to be honest with ourselves and 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 not rebuild, but just build you know, the foundations that's going to provide that for the football club. Let's not let's not try to buy a flag. Um, let, let's, let's build the success that's going to give our players and our coaching staff the best opportunity to be the best we possibly can be. And I'm really excited about it. You know, it's, it's a big change for us. You know, we've...
3: Yeah. You
1: know, over the last 12 months, obviously Eddie McGuire's gone and, and, and Nathan Buckley's gone. When I say gone... I'll still be around. This guy's a big con people, right? And and um, so two big names, but it's a it's a good opportunity for us to, to 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 really build those foundations to give us the success over the next twenty. Years. And and I'm with you. It's a it's a big. Uh, the next few years are massive for us, but yep. I don't think we're far off it, to be honest. Because no, I
2: don't think so either. You
1: know, yeah, even our list right now, we've got a really good list, and the beauty about. You know, if you look at a positive of this year in terms of on-field performances, we'll have five or six guys that'll play a total of fifty odd games this year, which is really important for us. If what that does for these guys is it gives them, it gives them, you know, uh, that that experience that over the preseason they know how hard it is and how hard they need to work to be even better players.
2: Yeah, I I, I completely agree with you, and I think yeah. Luke reached out to me earlier in the week because I do tweet about you a lot. Um, <laughs> I compare you. To Brendan Gale, almost at Richmond, I think they were in a similar position about ten years ago, where they said they came out and they were bold, and they said, you know what, we're not as good as we think we are, blah blah blah, and they set out their plan and they executed. Um, so, yeah. you know, that I think for me, there's a lot of upside, um, and you know, I'm I've got all faith in you guys. Like bringing Graham right, that that yeah. threw me off. I was like, wow, that was that's a great appointment. Like I was honestly stunned. Um, yeah. You know, are we in a position to execute that, do you think? Like, do you think we realistically can be challenging for a flag in the next decade? Mate,
1: 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. I, yeah. Not just one. I, I think if you, like, you know, so I'll just take it to back to, to the righty appointment. Well, we had to really, I think, it, and, and I don't think we've done this, you know, and no disrespect to anyone, but I think at the club, you know, over the past sort of five to ten years, we um, like the detail behind really pulling apart where our gaps have been and what come up. Obviously, what come up after last year was was our was our salary cap. So mm-hmm. it was like who is who's who's sort of the best in the business, who's got the most experience with the TPP. Yeah, excuse me. Um, let, let's go and get him. And, and obviously, righty being, you know, I I I used to love playing right with, as a player. So to be able to have the opportunity to first meet, you know, sit in front of me and meet him, so I'd never had before. Um, and to bring his level of experience to the footy club, and he's a ripper. He's so good. He's, he's very, he's very measured. Um, you know, it doesn't have you know the whole, the, the profile, but but um, just knows he's knows his footy so well. So it's been really good to be working with him. Um, mm. Yeah, look, I, I think you know I'm not just saying that for us we can win the five in the next twenty. I, I honestly believe it. You know, it's really exciting where we're at at the moment.
2: Um, I think so yeah. too and you said yeah. you, the thing that you said about dropping the ego like I, I along with many Collingwood supporters had yeah. to readjust my expectations um you know I think I was unrealistic in saying we'll probably be a top eight side this season you know obviously we get, we're one-eyed we want to be optimistic yeah but you know I think I think we are the biggest club in the country obviously we haven't had the success but I think a lot of people view us as that and I think, yeah. We we have the ability to be a powerhouse again. So yeah, all yeah. the Trust in you guys. All the trust in you guys.
1: Thank you, man. Look, and and you know if you remember from probably I'm sort of thinking you know, from two fourteen to two seventeen, that yeah. was that field um you know disruption or not disruption but just poor performance and we are able to rebuild then. Um and, and I think you know if to, to be perfectly honest with with you guys you know we, we probably tried to we come so close in eighteen. You know, and, and we made some decisions before that to bring in some senior players, and and we like we tr- almost tried to buy a premiership, you know, and, and we, which yeah. is you know you know what it comes off, everyone's rock stars, right? Yeah, we, exactly. We're premiership, you know, but but it didn't for us. So I think we, the club needs to be in a position moving forward. Is hey, let's let let's get that foundation right. Let's 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 give our players that the best opportunity to be the best they can be, and then if we can be in a position to. You know, to um, a free agency to bring in guns every year, then that's going to help us. But we're not, we're not. You know, it's the foundation which is supporting that decision. Not let's buy and win a yeah. win a flag.
2: That's right. And I think bringing in some of those, you know, top end players. If we're in a position to do that in the next couple of years, fantastic. But you know, holding on to the players like Darcy Moore, you know, Jordy De Goey, they are top players now. I think is going to be really important too. Do you think those sacrifices that we made this year are going to allow us to do that?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah because I yeah, think like, I look at a guy like das, he he's so, he looks so important. Obviously I'm not involved. I know how much goes on behind the scenes, but yeah. he's the type of guy where I think, you know, we couldn't lose a player like that. It would be heartbreaking.
1: Look, I, I actually think, uh, you know, Das has come on a, a long way and you know, obviously all Australian, uh, men, but he's, he's developed, uh, which has been really impressive as a leader too at, at the footy club. Mm. Um, you know, and, and he potentially, you know, he 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 could be, you know, the, the, a, a captain down the track. You know, he's got that leadership yeah. skills. Um, um, you know, the, I mean, I'm not saying he will, but there's obviously Adams and others as well. But but he could be a really important leader for us. And I just I, I just love watching him play. You know, yeah. and, and interesting to see him when he went forward uh, early on in the year, There's a bit of pressure on him to perform. But but he definitely can play that role where. He's half back and uh, uh, you know, full back, center half back, but then a pinch hit up forward for a quarter or so, then bring him back. So, no, it's, it's, it's been great to see his development.
2: Yeah. Uh, Luke, I, I don't know how long you want to have me on for.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, but... No, nah, beautiful, man. I, I appreciate you. We really appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah. Those question are sick. Got a couple more people right. lined up. Uh, yeah, yeah Lockie. Happy ha- – actually, it was his 20th birthday the other day. Uh, so. Hey, mate, happy birthday, brother.
2: <laughs> nah, no, no, Lukey, it wasn't mine. I've got a mate's birthday. Don't stress. Oh, well, uh, uh, to uh, you mate uh, then, that mate. was a while ago. But anyway, no, nah, <laughs> gobyes, <laughs> lads. Um, you, mate. Thank really, you very <laughs> much. much. <laughs> I really Thank appreciate you. it, guys. <laughs> Take it easy, all right? See you, mate. Cheers. See
0: you, mate. Bye. Bye. Uh, we're going to get Leah on now, adding to the stream. Uh, unmute you. Uh, hang on. Oh, can you un- you're beautiful. Hey, you uh, can you hear us?
4: But, yeah, but I didn't have a question.
0: Oh, you didn't have a question? You just you just jumped on Matt. to say hi to Lisa. Yeah. Just watching uh, and <laughs>
4: listening.
0: How you going? Just Leo? watching and listening. Good thanks. Right. How are you? Right. Good stuff. All right. Well, um, thanks for that. I'll get magpie's ink on next. See you later. See you yep, bye. 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 All right. Hey mate, how you going?
3: Hey, swoop. How you gone. Hey, liquor. Yeah,
0: good. Hello, Go mate.
3: Yeah, not bad. Um, I guess Lockie probably asked one of the questions I was going to ask, but it was uh, I guess about you know the do we have a five-year <laughs> plan? I have already spoken about twenty-year, five and twenty years. Um, yeah. I guess the a big question is around the coach. You know, yeah. What yeah. what do you? a time frame what do you envisage i know at the moment you know harvey's doing doing his job um not yeah. many people are giving him i guess the respect um you know yeah. the potential of him him getting the job i guess um and and whether it's whether you i guess whether you think it's fair because there's been there's been some commentary um around you know potentially it's a bit unfair on harvey at the moment to show his best if you know what i mean so i guess what yeah. you're what it, two questions in that, I guess. So, what your thoughts around Harvey and and his chances, I guess, and also just given, you know, given that he's he's only got seven games to sort of yeah. show his worth, yeah. yeah. and also if it's not Harvey, when would you envisage yeah. sort of presenting or, or revealing who a coach would be? Or just
1: yeah, matter yeah. so, I'll start with with, with Harvey. So, um, he's you know, you guys not sure if you guys are. Know him or whatever, But he, he's a he's absolutely he's a true, terrific man. He's a ripper guy, and he's been a great. He's been, yeah, he's been a great for your club. He's been there for, for ten years now, and 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 the group um, just love him. You know, as 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 a bloke and, and as a coach, I guess. As, and you know what? He's a gentleman. He hasn't sort of he hasn't come in. You know, putting his hand up, screaming for the role. But it's a really good time that he can he can sort of showcase what he's about. In saying that, I, I feel for him because he's got, you know, he's playing without you know an all Australian fullback now. You know, there's no obviously the guys that we've missed throughout the year with with obviously no howl as well. And and a young bunch of guys coming in trying to understand AFL and learn the structures. So it is it is hard for him. So I ask yeah. our supporters to be patient and to respect, you know, um, you know, he as a coach. Um moving forward onto the, the new case, so I always we always said it out of respect for Nathan. We, we didn't we didn't start anything until he finished that that last game against Melbourne, um, and then after that the guys had a week off, so they had that mid season break. So the club gives every year. I remember when we were playing, we had a mid season um, break. We'd normally would try to get out and have a freshen up a little bit. So it wasn't until a week later we got back and we put together a, a proper coaching um, assessment criteria, and, and we've never had that. And and I guess why I was really big on that was there's a whole list of coaches, right? There's not, there's a, we've got a list of 92 coaches mm. um, and whether it's, whether it's your Ross Lyons or your, or your Sammy Mitchells or, you know, your high profile guys or your non high profile guys, what, you know, what we wanted was just to create this criteria that's going to sort of, you know, there's not two and you can't, you can't interview all 92, but sort of spit out the ones um, that, that, that don't fit our current group mm. and, Funnel that into, and whether that person is a high-profile or isn't, it's the right fit for Collingwood, and and um. So that's the process that that we're going with, and, and we um, you know, we've got a whole data set
5: yeah. of every
1: coach in the AFL at the moment. You know, what they were like as players, premiership players, um, you know, assistant coaches, premiership assistant coaches, all that stuff. So there's a lot of work that we're doing behind the scenes, um, um and you know. <coughs> it's sort of due to, out of respect to these guys, you can't really say who we're speaking to because obviously they still at clubs and I don't want to disrupt that. But um, look, I, I, there's, there's a few to go through and we wouldn't be doing the job right. And we wouldn't be feeling you guys if we didn't ensure that we spoke to, you know, a, a lot of them, you know, so, um, and it's really hard to work with, with, you know, obviously you've got interstate people, you've got you know hubs here now and, and training, so you need to find the right time when we can get in front of them to present. So, but look, I, I don't personally, I don't want to drag on for long. I'd yeah. rather find the right person and, and make the announcement and start to get you know start to get ready for next year. Okay, yeah. so mate, I'm, sorry, mate, I can't really put the time <laughs> no, frame. Right. I wasn't but look, you to, Yeah,
3: you to give me an answer <laughs> on who you know. But no, thank you for for divulging. Yeah. No. Um, just on, I guess, the suggestion of, you know, the talk of it being a rebuild, like, I I guess, and I've said this to Swoop before, um, it, it feels like, or Swoop said it as well, you know, it feels, this year kind of does feel like 2017 where we're, you know, we're losing a lot of games but we're not losing by much. Um, right. And I remember back in, you know, back in 2017, I categorically remember we'd lost probably about six of our 13 games that we lost by, I think it was less than three goals, which is very similar to what's happened this year. Um, Like we've lost six games by less than 16 points this year, which I'm not saying you win all those, but it's just like, it's just this, there's something there. It's not, we're not getting, we're not getting belted. It's not, yeah. I like, consider this as, like, I think they were a really good, Bottom four yeah. side at the moment. You know we're not getting belted. Um, you know we're not scoring, which is which is probably the biggest issue. But our defense is still quite strong. Um, so I don't think it's I don't consider this period that we're in a, a rebuild because of the way the way that we're there's a consistency still. We're performing to a consistent level. Whether it's it's not great, but it's not terrible. So I kind of see us in this middle. Yeah. So I oh, just, just
1: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think you know, and this is where you know, at a, I think Bucks has been. Uh, Bucks has moved on and left the the the, the, the uh, a really the playing list at a really good position. We're not. Don't get me wrong. By rebuild, we don't need to. You know, sort of rebuild, but I, you know, it's just a matter of okay, let's reset where we are, have a look at it, and and and. And continue to yep. build the foundations to be to be a good side for the next twenty odd years, right? That's what I mean by it. I agree with you. Like, you know, we're not as, as we've lost, you know, a number of games by point here and there and um you know, or, or by a goal or two that we could that we could have won. You win those games, we're probably sitting, you know, ninth or tenth yeah, you know, exactly. and potentially a really good chance in the eight. So, you know, if, if I was to look at you know, our list at the moment and where we're at. Take away and we had big injuries to the big players. Yeah. I mean, you know, how Adams, Elliott, that, that yeah. these guys walk in there to any any side, you know, and they're big losses for us. Not only their capabilities, but their leadership as well. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, I certainly agree with you. It's it's not a don't get me wrong, it's not a rebuild. It's just just resetting, and yeah. you know, no, let, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's I, not buy let's, let's let's build yeah. and stay for twenty years and, and, and win five.
3: Yeah, I mean, th- this is definitely. There's definitely a. This year's def- a definitive year. Like right? we know that. Like there's been a lot of yeah. change. Um. So you know, in history, 2021 will be one of those years where we remember. You know, even in 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 in, in a similar way when Malthouse started. You know, in 2000, um, and also even when Lee Matthew started when we were right down and they did the you know yeah. in just the three or four years before 1990. Um, you know so it's kind of like that and yeah. you know I know that th- th- it is a sort of a reset like you said um but yeah I just I'm quite optimistic i'm I'm a bit like Luke. um you know he's he's very optimistic and you just you know you want to you want to see the best and you want to know that your team can win every week and we do you know I think we you know we know we can win every we, we can win any game that we play yeah. and, and we're gonna win tomorrow um <laughs> But um, yeah. Thank you. I don't have any other questions. But no,
0: thanks, um, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate. All good. Cheers. Thanks, see you, mate. See you. All right. We're gonna have, actually let's answer some questions that we're just flicking yeah, through. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, so. So this one. So this one's from Paul. He says, "Where are we with the salary cap? We went hard for a premiership by maxing out." With moving some guys on last year and attrition this year, where will we sit? And I think as well, Graham Wright came out and said yeah. that we're still a little bit um, yeah. hungover. And I know, you know, it's all uh, legality and stuff, and you can't really talk much about the salary cap. But with moving on those guys that we did, um, and, and you know that we that we had to do, and, and looking back on it, it's definitely you know the right the right yeah. sort of decision. Going going forward, um, to, you were talking about free agents and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, in the maybe not this year, but in the years to come, we are sort of building that.
1: Yeah, that yeah. Space. Look, hundred percent, and we need to be. So we did look. You know, we 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 made some decisions in sort of two seventeen. Um, we brought in Chris Maine and and Wells, Wells so yeah. sort of more mature age players, um, with experience, and then and it almost worked for us. You know, in yeah. in in two eighteen, and um, I think it was seventeen. We brought him in, and and then we. And then we thought we well, so close, you know, like a, a decision away and, and, um, um, you know, being be a bit biased, an umpire decision away that probably wasn't <laughs> there. But, um, it was so close. And then we brought in Beams as well. And yeah. and at the time, Beams was, you know, he, and he still is, he, he's a gun midfielder who was kicking goals. Well, so it was really was, important yeah. for us. Yeah. And, and he could have made a real difference. And, you know, that, that, that year in 2019, was a great year for us. And unfortunately, we lost the prelim. Um, but it put a fair bit of pressure on 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 our cap you know we yeah. had Brody Grundy was up for contract we over the, over the space of that two years we had Grundy degoy and more oh, contract. Yeah. the contracts three there's three key players yeah. that, you, that you build your side on right through the middle so um and you know we also got a fair bit of flack about 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 some of those deals but You know, and and Grundy had an exceptional year. Like he was, he really, he really almost changed the game of that Ruckman play by, by being that great sort of tap Ruckman, but also being a plus one midfielder. He was averaging 25 touches and you remember the, got the running goals he was kicking. So, um, but look, last year was obviously was hard. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, you look back at it, it was the communication to the members that, that was, that was done poorly. But, you know, we lost sort of three, good sort of senior senior players who obviously would have added to our depth this year um but it's put us in a position that you know we're not we're not yet sure how hard we can go and who's up for free agency but yeah but if it's not this year we definitely will be going and the club needs to be in a position strategically where every year w- we can manage that and and you know be in that in that in that game yeah. for free agency so if it's if it's not this year, it'll it'll definitely be you, yeah, next year. You kind
0: of want to model it, you know, to a to an extent to like what Geelong were able to do. And I think Buckley came out and said that as well, where we were both fought in that um in that final, final last year. Yeah. And then they go on and bring, you know, Jeremy yeah. Cameron and and um and that's I guess that's the kind <laughs> yeah. of position that eventually we want to be in. Yeah, and
1: and Geelong have got an, an exceptional culture and and they're they're one of those teams that you know, when I talk about the next 20 years and being in a position to win a the flag, they have done that. Yeah. But, you know, if you guys remember when they sort of bombed out and Bomber Thompson got another opportunity. Yeah. And they come on to win free flag. So, but um, they've got, you know, and Barmy went there and played a, a, an amazing role with, with the structures and the culture yeah. there. And, yeah. and and we're not far from that, you know, in terms of the, the, the culture internally. It's it's um, a great bunch of guys. You know, I think I read an article during the week where Salwood took a pay cut um, mm-hmm. as, as, to bring in those players. Yeah, to bring those players. And, and our players have helped us out enormously at the time as well to be able to, to, you know, when we took some of those risks to bring yeah. those players in. So we're not too far off that.
0: Yeah, beautiful. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, we're going to chuck on. Alistair, you ready, mate? I'm going to add you to the stream now.
6: Hey, fellas. How are you doing? Hey, hey mate. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. Mine's more of a light-hearted question because I feel like you're going to get a lot of seriously intense <laughs> questions today. Um, out of all the young talent coming through, yeah, yeah. or not at the club yet because we all know Nick Dakos is a star, who are you most excited to see develop? You know, yeah. we've got Poulter, Bianco, um, Ginovin's coming through, McCreary is injured, but he's been, I think, one of our key players so far this year. And you can see when he's yeah, out yeah. of the team, we're missing something, missing a spark. Yeah, so out of all the yeah, young yeah. talent,
1: who are you most excited to see come through? I don't – look – and all those guys that you've mentioned, I'm really excited about all of them. Um, you know, I love,
7: mm.
1: I love, um, you know, the way McCrew has been able to come in and and that pressure. He's he's stepped in and I really feel like he's 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 got like sort of three years of maturity in mm. this space. Like he doesn't doesn't look like he's out of it. Um, uh, he's I love his pressure and he can kick goals. You know, so he's also awesome yeah. and he's a big boss, right, with, with his Hammy. Um, I remember his first game against the Giants. I
6: think one of his first plays it was an, a pressure tackle, Yeah. the ball over. I think that was his first play on the field. So I think but that it, set his pace and he just you know, went up from there.
1: Yeah, what I love about him is he, he's not phased by it all. You know, he's mm. he's, he's very very controlled, um, and he just has fun. He just loves mm. it. Just <laughs> loves being there. Loves playing for Collingwood, and he's and having fun. Yeah. I really like Bianco. Um He's he had some injuries. You know, early on this year, so he, I still think he's he's got a lot of work, um, a lot of upside in his in his in his uh, sort of physical in terms of his fitness and strength. But I like him. I think he's, he reminds me of a bit of a a bit of a side bottom where he's he's a very quick decision maker. Okay, and he can use and he uses the ball extremely well. And we've seen the, the goals he's keep the last couple of weeks. So he's going to be mm-hmm. really good. Well, I mean, I love Polton on the wing. Um, I think the more game time he'll get and and the endurance that he'll be able to build, yeah. you know, especially after this year, this is what I mentioned earlier, I love the fact that our young guys are, are, are just getting the opportunity to play senior football and understand yeah. how hard fitness levels you need to be. I think that's something um, everyone, needs, everyone needs to realise that, you know, they're yeah. building
6: a team now that's not going to be the most successful now, maybe not next year, but in two or three years' time, they're going to be pushing for a flag and keep pushing.
1: And I think that's
6: something
1: that's a more special than just flying yeah, a flag, right. like you said. It's actually okay, building it, it, a team to get it. Yeah. and it reminds me a bit of um, it reminds me a bit about um, you know, when I remember when I just retired, and we had Jared Blair and Show Wellingham coming through, and these yeah. guys they started playing senior footy and understood how hard it was. Um, another another guy who who I, I rate is uh, is Murphy. You know, mm. more. I love I love Murphy when we played um we played Frio. I think it was in in the last quarter, Murph got the ball in the back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have spoken to yeah. you, and he swung around yeah. his right foot and he hit JT on the top of the 50. Now, this kick had to be spot on, and he executed it, and he wasn't scared not to try. JT got it. We played on. It was another kick, and then it was a kick for goal, and we ended up getting mm. the goal out of it. That's the stuff that, that we need, and I love that. Yeah. So... It's really exciting. I mean, you know, um, he's just really so, courageous as well. He takes some absolutely screamer marks that
6: yeah. like takes
1: yeah. a lot of courage. to take some of the stuff he does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, a lot of that's, courage. that's, yeah. And, and so that's the stuff that, that, that we need, you know. And, um, but now look, it's exciting. We've got some good young boy. You mentioned mm-hmm. Nick Dacos, I and mean, obviously he's not there yet, but you know, there's a lot, a lot of raps on him. I think, even I think talking about the Davos boys, Josh Thomas is a fair bit, uh, sorry, Josh Dakos also, um, he, 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 I know, I don't want to put a moz on him, um, but he reminds me of a young Gary Ablett Jr. Like he's he's just, the you heard it here first. Guys. He's just, um, you know, like he's, he's very strong. His core body's very strong mm. um, and his agility, a very good ball user. Um, and, and it's it's been a bit harder for him this year because a lot of teams are paying a bit more attention to him now, particularly around, around the ball. So, um, no, look, I'm, I'm really excited with where we are. You know, it's... Um, it's really i think we're a good place too i
6: think we're building a team that's going to last us a, a long right. time not just a team that's going to be for the now if there's right. a lot of clubs out there who, who are building a team that's now like i don't want to say yeah. geelong for example but geelong they have an older list and they're yeah. not going to go for two three more years While well, our list is young and can build for five six years to go so i think we've well, got a great place yeah.
1: yeah you've got i know I've, I've missed a lot a lot of other young guys coming through but the one that, who i like picked up like ash johnson um, mm. I'm watching highlights of him, he's going to be. You know, if you didn't hurt his finger at training, I, I, I reckon he would have played senior footy this year. So, wow. and he is, um, you know, I know he's not the big name forward player that uh, that you know that that everyone wants at this stage, but he could be. He yeah, could I
6: feel be. like I feel like everyone wants someone who's now. But I feel like if Ash, even with yeah. Kelly and Ollie, you know, they can build oh, up to be. And Cameron, Darcy, yeah. Cameron, in another aspect. Well, He's that's right to be a massive key
1: forward. Yeah, Oli, Ollie, you know Kelly. These guys, um, you know, they're they're. We've only seen bits of them. It does take two, three years to just sort of mm. settle and, and then and then move on.
6: So, it's like Josh Dakos last year was a standout year, and he was drafted twenty sixteen or seventeen.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Ty Brown's another one.
6: Yeah, Colin. yeah, and Kelly. Yeah, Beautiful. That's my question? Thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, mate.
0: See ya. Yeah, but uh, actually, hang on. There we go. All right, so we're just going to answer another question yep. from Justin here. What makes a successful club culture? How do we attract players and make players want to stay for the success of the club? Which is kind of what you were talking about a little Yeah, bit.
1: yeah. So, okay. Well, one, I think a really good what, what makes the culture of footy club is when it's driven by the players. You know, so and and when and you now I think we've got that. But I remember, I remember when we're playing. You know, and 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 Kit uh, Mick come in and, and really change the culture of the footy club. But it was really player driven and, and it was that strong. And it's something that I try to do that I try to build into my organization at work is if players come into, into the football department um and they didn't align themselves with our values and our culture, they sort of found their way out. Yeah. You know, you now the players wouldn't get rid of them, they just sort of found their way out, and that's really important. Um you know, and I think a real clear vision, you know, in terms of, okay, what's, what's our strategy? What's our game day strategy? We're gonna train for it um, and we're gonna to stick to it. I remember a time when I was playing um, and we lost four in a row. And, um, and, you know, obviously a fair bit of media attention and, uh, but, but Mick, you know, just told us, hey, we're sticking to this process, we're sticking to this structure, we know it works. And we stuck to it, Let then we come back and won the next eight in a row. I think yeah. it was so. Um, yeah. yeah, the culture is driven by everyone. Like, you no, know, I, I certainly think uh, you know. There's a saying in you know, in business. You guys will heard of you know, culture eats strategy. But you've got to have a place in the environment that people want to come to, and and work. You know, and 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 train. You know? And um, and you know, I, I, I honestly believe that that Collingwood is that place. I know there's a lot of disruption going on, right? And, and personally, I think there's a bit of a media PR campaign that's trying to drive it. Because if I'm honest about the disruption, it's not it's not it's not within Collingwood; it's outside of it. Yeah, people are creating it outside of Collingwood, um, but in terms of within it, it's it's strong. We know exactly where where we're going, and that
0: kind know? of leads to this question from yeah. Greg. Um, Unfortunately, perception can be reality, yeah. uh, and the perception seems to be out there that the front office is still unstable and open to challenge. Is that filtering through from candidates for for coaching?
1: Um. Okay, so I don't look. It's it's as I said within the organisation, you know, and and you know, and, and I've I've asked people to you know, speak to staff members, speak to players, if um you know how stable we are, and we are, we're hundred percent stable. You know, we're actually. And you know, being absolutely no disrespect to anyone, but but we're running, it's, there's a lot of clarity with what we're doing, you know, in terms of processes. You know, board members are aligned to different parts of the business. Um, you know, so we're in a really good spot. Like, what I what annoys me is I find that the, you know, when, when I hear different media personalities come out and say stuff which isn't true, it's really disrespectful, yeah. Um, you know, and, and they're driving the PR because Collingwood sells. You know, hundred percent yeah, viewers exactly. will jump on the TV shows. You know, every night of the week, and hear him bag. You know, Collingwood and bag me and Pete Murphy and all these guys. When what I find a really disrespectful these guys who do that come and speak to me. You know, come and sit down. And I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'm always honest yeah. with, with 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 these guys. So you know, and it is it is the perception and, and people believe it. But in terms of within. We are rock solid, you know, and and I mean, you don't hear about that. Well, we don't hear about it, but, but I'll tell you what. I've got, now I'm starting to come out and 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 speak a bit more about it. And sorry if I'm dribbling on a little bit about it, but I'll take couple of things. One is when, when when I when you jump on a board at of the Colorado Football Club, um, it it takes it's, it's it can be a bit intimidating. You you've got Inman guys, you got your yeah, Alex Wise, it's... Yeah, Christine Holgate smart quarters all these guys um, you, you and and I think you need to particularly in my position I've just you know retired 12 years now and and now hit the business world you've got to, it's a good opportunity for me to sit back and listen and learn okay um, it does take a couple of years to be able to have the influence that you want I think now I'm starting to be able to start having and and an avert the trust yeah um, but I look at the way the whole Nathan Buckley um, you know sort of uh, Finished up and his exit, which, you know, and I've said to, to anyone who listens, Bucks will be back. And you know, I like, I could see Bucks, you know, sitting with us at the footy in a month's time and talking about the you know, different players. But I thought we handled it as best as we possibly could. It's never great when you've got a legend of the footy club who's, who, who's leaving the club, yeah. whether whether you're retiring a year or, you know, mid year like Bucks's sake. But, you know, Bucks, it was always about what's best for Collingwood, you yeah. know. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I, 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 um, I we are in a really good spot. Is it is it concerning with, when I'm speaking to coaches? I don't believe it is, but I think I really hope the media and you know um, that we need to be really careful because it can it can disrupt you know, potential coaches to come to course, yeah. to come to Collingwood.
0: All right, well, we're going to chuck on Pommy. So this <laughs> this guy is a good mate, but he is a Carlton supporter, so. And he's British, so excuse the excuse the okay. accent, let's just straight up. Get security.
1: <laughs> I,
7: I, I, I like the way that you introduce me as British, as if it's some kind of disease. <laughs> anyway, bear, bear with him; he's got learning difficulties. He's from England. Um, well, obviously, first of all, I, I've got to commend both of you for doing this. I, I think it's phenomenal, and obviously, liquor as well. He's got what the second best pipes in AFL behind the Great Cooter. Hasn't he? So, <laughs> um, yeah. My question, you've kind of answered it, but I wanted to elaborate a bit more. Obviously, we know that I find as a foreigner to this game and only been here 10 years, the AFL media pretty much control what fans think, um, as opposed to in the UK, where yeah. clubs kind of drive that mindset a bit more. Now, yeah. do you think in this day and age of social media, like what you're doing now, it would be better if the big clubs like our own, Carlton, your club, Collingwood, they run the AFL because they are the marketable brands. Yeah. Started adopting the social media to allow the fans, the shareholders of the club, really, a, a look inside of what really goes on, which takes the power away from Tom Brown, throwing darts and creating yeah. fake rumours.
1: Yeah, Look, a really good question. And it's, I'll tell you now that... It, um, been back for a little while you're spot on and i'll say as a player and this is what i was conscious of as a player we hated when board members come up and said something in the media because we're like dude we just want to win games of footy mate you know <laughs> stay away and that's that's honest to god so i was really careful about that and i was and, and i told our board that hey listen you know we don't want particularly you know the stuff that was going on this year, it's like guys, you know, they've got enough pressure at the moment. Nathan Buck is under enough pressure; they don't need us coming out, you know. So now it's it's sort of changed a little bit, um, and and it's you know what's been great for us. They're sitting and they're meeting different members and different members groups. I think what you're saying is 100 right, and it's going to change. You know, I, I really do believe that. I think you know the club needs to be, you know, and, and we will be, and we've spoken to to a lot of members. Will be because I reckon in the past the AFL has controlled a lot of it and have shut that that connection that over-communicate to members. We've made a decision now that we, we, we actually will over-communicate to members. You now get members involved, get them understanding. We're starting a um, there's a new members members committee which is going to start up within the next week or so. Um, I think some comms. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the emails. Yeah, yeah the emails come out, yeah. um, and that's that's to get. You know, different sort of, you know, and we'll rotate that, different members, and, and I'll go on that a little bit later on, but, you know, where we want to hear about what, what you guys want. Is it the social club open? Is it seating here? Is it that? Um, and we can share some insight back into what what we're thinking and the direction we're going, but I reckon that's a real game changer, is is that we need to take some control out of the AFL and start sort of um, speaking to our members a lot more, definitely. I think seeing my my club in the UK,
7: Rangers, it's something that we've really embraced during COVID. Coaches directly doing video feedback to fans, chairman, board, seeing what they do on a day-to-day basis as well. The chairman of Rangers, we've had him for a while now, but just to see him have a video vlog, do a vlog, so you actually see what the hell he does instead of just you think he's drinking fine wine and entertaining, to actually see he's actually got a job and he's actually doing something that matters. I think it dispels, because you've got all these threats of EGMs. Like I hate yeah. to say, it, I feel sorry for Collingwood this year. You've had all this horrible media, but then I've listened to this interview and you've dispelled a lot of that that has caused the threats of the EGM in the fan yeah. base, because your enemy, the fans, use social media to communicate where the clubs don't. And I think that's just mind-boggling, having you on the show once a month May
1: end all of this. Yeah. Hey, mate, I, I really like that idea about, um, you know, the vlogs. Yeah. Just, get, <laughs> just getting, just getting, you know, someone from the club or sweep or something, just sort of following, you know, myself or other board members or, or other execs around for a day. And say, this is what we do. This is this is our job, you know, and talk a bit about that just to get to know us better, you know. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, I reckon it's, it's a good idea, mate. And, and, and can I tell yeah. you, since, um, now that I've I've sort of you know been able to get more involved in in terms of media, media uh, members and fans, I'm learning a lot of what the guys want to hear, you yeah. know, and and um and being able to provide this feedback. So it's a really good point. Thank you.
7: I I just find it like mind boggling as well with your with the with all of AFL memberships that there isn't like an exclusive content online like that. So. With my Rangers membership, that's what you get. You get access behind closed doors, you get access to training that the open training that it's actually video stream just for members get to meet you. Like there's something beautiful, I think, for Collingwood fans to see you go and play golf, see what your day to day life is like outside yeah. of being the board member, actually the yeah. human being. And when you humanize them,
1: it takes away the attack because yeah. people realise you are a person. Well, well, but yeah, look, 100%. Man. What I'll do – and look, I must admit, some of the stuff that's come out over the past three months, which is lies, it, it does affect you, you know, like as much as you try not to. And, and I've always said I'm just focusing on on the new coach. That's, that's – you know, I'm going to try to cut that out. But it's hard. You know, I remember when the first – when the stuff came out about me ratting on Eddie Maguire, I was devastated, you know. I I I never, ever would do that and I never did do that. But I remember because, um, you know, there was people at my kid's school saying that, you know, and, and I remember one moment, which I'll never forget, which really hurt me. I was actually going to a game and I was just walking past, um, I was I was going into gate three and I was walking past two two common people and a guy walks past me and he said um, to his mate, hey, that's the guy that rated." Eddie Maguire. And and I stopped and I turned around and I went to I was about to call him, but it just really it 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 really hurt me because that's furthest from the truth, mate. So it's it does it does yeah, it does take a, a fair bit out of here and, and I think it'd be great for you know for, for, for the guys to understand who we are and what we do better, you know, to the point where like I, I might even log on you know, in another, in another four weeks or something. Yeah. 100%. You know, and especially after we get it, after we, after we, 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 get get a coach, I could log on and tell you guys why we thought hey, this was right, be, the right, yeah, the right person. Yeah. yeah, we don't. Yeah, hundred
0: uh,
7: percent. yeah, I, I always think it's just like a great thing, and I think it's something that AFL is stuck in the eighties. He's really stuck in the eighties. I think with the access to clubs, the access to fans, and I, I have seen as a Carlton fan, and I speak to other guys as well of other clubs. I find it kind of disgraceful that some of the clubs haven't used COVID as an opportunity to connect to us as as people when we can't go and see you. And I think there's been a real opportunity missed there. And like you say, yeah. I think they're idiots who slag you off. Yeah. Like if they actually saw you face to face on a camera, it's very hard to send a nasty message to you when you jump on the camera. And I'm looking at you two adonis's, and I reckon <laughs> I might need a, I might need a few beers to take you guys out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, nah, mate, well, thank you, mate. Thanks for, for um, to giving us some insight into what some of the clubs are doing overseas and, you know, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. For, for, as I said, I'll, I'll be a lot more engaged moving forward, that's for sure. Uh, thanks, mate. My
0: pleasure. Look
7: after Luke and uh, my boys will butter you next week. Don't worry about it. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ, here we go. See <laughs> you, mate. Thank see you, mate.
7: you. See you, mate. Yeah, bye. Uh,
0: so uh, we'll get on a couple other guys soon. Uh, we'll answer a couple more questions. So Andrew says, my son has become disheartened watching us play some uh, slow, boring football. Do you see what he sees? And you know, in truth, we have been playing not having played. Yeah, mate. Look, it it
1: is it is hard to, and it's been hard to watch. And 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 I think, you know, and and we know last what last week was like the first three quarters. Yeah, it it, it is hard. I tell you, I think my um, my mum actually. I spoke to my mum, and she's like, why Why do we keep going sideways or back? And and so it's. (laughs) I was like, Mum, the last person I need is you telling me. How, how we're going. <laughs> but um, but look, and, to, and if I can be really honest, I, I think what's happened with with our players is obviously lost a lot of confidence. Okay, a lot of confidence. And as a player, when you've got the ball and your confidence is low, you know you, you don't do what Nathan Murphy did, and you play and hit that hit that hard kick. You hold and you you, you look around, and that's the easiest option, and it's the safest. You hit that. Okay, so so and that's what we've been doing, you know, and you know, and ideally, if that if that option's open, you hit it, they get it, and they go. But um, so I think that just through what's happened and, and the confidence, you know players are a little little nervous on, on, on taking the game on. Yeah. But that's definitely, I, I agree with that. When players are playing like that, it, it it can be boring, and it is boring to watch, you know. Um, so. Uh, yeah, two, I can't remember what the, uh, who it was. I think it was the son. Tell, tell your son to hang in there. It's going to turn around. Um, and he's going to love watching common plague and that's for sure. That's
0: I cool. promise. All right. Uh, Mark, I'm going to add you to the stream now, man. Uh, sweet. How you going, bud? Hey,
5: how you going? Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good, mate. Uh, so thanks Paul for doing this and, and Luke for arranging it. Um, it's, uh, uh, great, been great to watch. I did miss the start of the stream. So I, I do have a, uh, just two or three questions. And I apologise in advance if they've been asked already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, do you, Paul, have a, uh, a, I suppose, a time frame for when you're looking to appoint the senior coach? I know that's probably how long's a piece of string, but yeah. um, is, is there internally a, a date that you're working towards? And also as part of that process, are you looking at assistant coaches as well?
1: Yeah, mate. Really good question. I did say earlier, before it's it is really hard to to um to put a time frame because you know the you know the, the initial list of coaches there's 92 of them, and that's including mm. probably seven or eight who aren't coaching at the moment. Mm. So um, I don't think we could put a time time line on on that on this process because you want it you want to do it right, and I said earlier, mate. There's a lot of noise on, you know, whether it's a, you know, whether I'm just using names, of Ross Line, or, you know Clark or whoever, it is, or a Sammy Mitchell or or a um, you know, Blake Carousella. So what what we did do was spend a fair bit of time putting together a co- coaching assessment criteria, and that's built on on analysing the gaps of what the, the current playing group is right now. So that way, it could sort of cut this list of 92 down into okay, here's a list of you know 15 to 20 to start with. And we put them through to the process, and it'll it'll spit out the right person for Collingwood, the best person for Collingwood, whether that is a high profile coach or whether that isn't. Okay, we haven't, and as I said, we haven't put a timeline through it because you want to do it right. And and to be honest, there isn't there's actually like there's no hurry. You know what I mean? Like it's not like quick. Let's get let's get um. Blake Colesell because because someone else is going to get him. That doesn't that doesn't really happen now, you know. Particularly, we've still got what seven eight games at yeah. the end of the season. So, mm. I think more importantly, let's really do it right. Let's do the DND right, you know. Let's get to know this person. It's not just because, you know, as you can imagine, when you're sitting in front of someone for an interview, and we've probably all done it. You're popping yourself up. You're telling <laughs> you're, you're telling uh, who was who's listening how good you are. But I guess it's it's really important to particularly for what, what what we need. It's it's you know, what's a good genuine person who isn't there for two, three years, it's there, you know, who's going to help us build the foundations. Once they, And we've got them now, but to help to really grow that and have 20 years of success, you know. Yep.
5: So I hope that answers what you're after, Mara, is a bit long-winded. No, that's, uh, that's good. And um, I suppose I, I do have a, a friend who wanted me to ask, and I'm not sure if you've got oversight of it, but she wanted me to ask if Collingwood would be renewing its Netball license for next year, and if it sees netball as part of the future of the organisation, yeah. Look, 100 percent. Yes, absolutely.
1: Like what like the club made a decision four four or five years ago around um, sort of women's sport, and it is important for us. And if I can be you know perfectly honest, I think we we because it was it was it was like a just a decision was a decision was made, and all of a sudden we've got women's women's footy and and netball. Um, and we probably didn't manage it well to be honest i reckon we sort of stretched the resources whereas, whereas now we've got it right and we've got people who are you know who are tailored for for women's sport footy and netball. so yeah we definitely are extending that uh, that license um it's, it's a you know and 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 you know these the women's sport these they're 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 Proper serious athletes, a lot of them. You know, netball, we've got players who represent Australia and have played all mm. around the world. That coming and bring a lot of insight into Collingwood, so it's been a, it's been a, a great
5: experience for us. Fantastic. And just before I go, um, sort of tagging on to Pommy's question about uh, getting the club more connected with its members. Yeah. Um, I sort of half run the Collingwood forum on Reddit, and it's a very active community. So I want to extend to you an invitation if you want to do something similar like you're doing with Luke now, like doing an Ask Me Anything on the forum um, and getting in touch with the fans there. uh, If that's something you're interested in or other people at the club are interested in, then uh, I can get Luke to pass on my details uh, offline. Absolutely,
1: mate. No worries. Beautiful. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Thanks,
5: Mark.
0: Thanks, Mark. We've got to answer just a couple more before before we finish up. So, Donato asks, uh, with Dacos coming in next year, are we going to be trading future picks this year to get more high up in this year's draft? So, obviously, you can't, you know, yeah, it's hard with, with picking and, and where everyone's finishing and stuff like that. But we we know that most likely, you know, we're going to go into some form of, of deficit probably, unless we do uh, a lot of trade trading. But there's yeah. been a lot of talk, obviously, about uh, Nick Dacos and, and stuff like that. And, you know, if he's coming to the club and, and debt and, um, with the, with the father's side, but uh, yeah, he's 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 one, we've got one hand on on, on it, right? him. Yeah,
1: and uh, look, of course, we'll, we'll be doing everything we can to to get a player of his caliber into our footy side. You know, I remember speaking the bucks in in sort of early rounds this year, saying that he was a player who could come in and play senior footy yeah, now. So true. he's he's ready to go. So whether it, it means you, you know you, you got to come in and be negative to get him. You, you do anything you can to get them player like 100%. that. They don't come up very, very often. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we'll be doing everything, obviously everything every we can to, to, yeah. to get him to get him alongside playing with his brother. And of course, he's a, he's a Dacos name, mate. We can't, we can't let players like that or names like that stick somewhere else. <laughs>
0: exactly. Right. All right. So, we'll have um, a couple more, and then we'll, then we'll finish up. We've been on for nearly an hour. Uh, Kev's magpies. We're going to add you to the stream, brother. Uh, I can see you're walking. So if you want to, just. Just chill out. Yeah.
4: Hey, mate. How are you? Hi, Lika.
0: Hey, how you doing?
4: Yeah, good, mate. Um, just a couple of things with this whole board rumbling stuff. Yeah, I think it should should stop. To be honest with you, like it shouldn't matter who's in charge, as long as they do the best thing by the club. Like I just want to say yeah. that out there because it, it is getting beyond a joke that. You Know you hear one off this, oh, you know, the signatures and that sort of stuff, and you're unhappy. Well, if you're unhappy, then why didn't you come out back then, feel telling the club that you're unhappy?
1: Yeah, mate, look of I, waiting now. Yeah, mate, thanks, thanks, mate. I, I, I appreciate you saying that to me. And and look, I, I, I don't know Jeff Brown, okay, and 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 I'm all for it. anyone who can come and help Collingwood come and talk, please. You know, that's. I wanna, li- let's listen to it. And if it meant me getting off for you to come on, 100% I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. If it's gonna be the best for Collingwood, I'll do that tomorrow. Um, but I am I'm, I'm i am a bit frustrated. I, I find it a little bit embarrassing, to be honest. Um, and as I said, I personally think it's, it's a bit of a campaign outside of, because internally, we are solid, you know, and you know, everyone's got clear directive roles in what we need to do. Um, so I'm with you a bit, mate, it's, it's a bit embarrassing, to be honest, um, you know, because this football club is bigger than any individual, anyone, you know. And, oh, 100%. And, uh, where you all come and go, this football club is, is, stays, you know, and and it is a religion to, to a lot of us, you know, so, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you, mate, thanks for sharing.
4: Um, with the, also, this, I don't know if you can explain this or not to me, but... Yeah. If we're playing, uh, for example, a VFLW like semi final or even a VFL, and we even do make the grand final, why do we have to play in Port Melbourne and can't we just have it like at Victoria Park or the Holden Center?
1: Good question, mate. Um, look, it's uh, I it's it's run by so a lot of that stuff's run by VF, uh, so uh. I, Victoria VFL so um AFL Vic so that they they align all the games I and mean, with VFL footy finals have always for some reason been played at Port, uh, Port Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne um so that's out of our control a bit mate I'd love to play every game in Victoria Park <laughs> you know it, it's I, I just live near Victoria Park it's not too far away but yeah it, it's out of our control um but one thing we, we are talking about Victoria Park one thing that, that we're we're trying to do is, and I spoke to Pendles during the week about it, and and it was actually his suggestion. Um, we're all for it. Is actually go back and start training a bit more there, and and might have um, you know, members days there at training. It might be might be every sort of school holiday. Yeah, is is we'll go and have a training session there and and get get people involved. I still love, I still love Victoria Park. I was go watch footy there, and when we train there, one of my biggest memories was we train and then we have like sausage oh. sizzles. And some members in that, so yeah, it's something,
0: something that we certainly are trying to bring back. That's awesome, Kev. Thank you so much for jumping on, man.
4: Thanks, um, Thanks love up, man. Love and go to the pies tomorrow.
0: Thanks, Thanks go pies. Um, so we'll probably finish up going for an hour. Yeah, happy to start a bit longer. Yeah, you happy to stay right. a longer? Yeah, long? course, yeah sweet yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys have got more um, questions, is there anything? Actually, I might have a couple of questions for you. Um, I know. Unless you want to, yeah, you want to. You can filter through and uh, so you can so we cancel. If there's anything that look, you, feel uh, you like know you what, an it's, it's funny.
1: There's a question here. i was just reading about it, right? And, and oh, if you just press, yeah, it, come up there. Yeah. This is a good. This is a really good one. Who cares about the board? It has no effect on players. Do you know what? You're spot on. You're 100 percent spot on because you know players want to play footy. You know, and and so I, I see board members' roles is we need to remove. So when I first started, I was like. I said to Ed, Ed, don't don't ask me to tell Bucks how to coach or players how to play. You know, we used to have board members come up to us when we are training and try and teach us how to kick footy. Mind you, this person's didn't played a game in their life, right? So as a board member, you step right back. I think what what we need to do is strategically, we need to remove any barriers they've got. So that's like, so the questions now that I'm asking right is, okay, what do we need for our players to be the best? We owe it to our players and our staff that when they're at Collingwood, you leave a better person because that's what it did for me, right? So. How do we get the best out of the Josh Dacus and Nick Dacus or, or, you know, Cox or anyone else. Okay. And, um, but it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a good observation, you know, players play footy, you know, and, and our role is more strategically two, three years ahead. And that's what we need to, that's what we need to be doing.
0: Beautiful. All right. So actually I've got another one kind of about the board as well. Nathan asks, can you talk a bit more about the board dynamic? The lineup is impressive, yet there's so much chat about a need for change, yeah. which seems nonsensical. Well, what, what would you say to give people confidence? Yeah, and I so, think that's that's what everyone wants. Just yeah, so so mate, in. so what, what
1: we did was was Pete Murphy, um, Pete Murphy, and Eddie. They they um, provided a review of the Footy Club in seventeen eighteen, and um, the biggest thing that came out of it was hey, the board's been there for a long time; we need to change it. So. So they're not, I come in, Jodie Sizer come in the last five years, there's seven board members. The last five years, as of today, there's been five new board members. So you can't, this is my experience, could be wrong. You can't, with an organisation like Conway, you you can't just, you know, get rid of this current board and get this board to come in because the guys there have, they have now you've got experience. Like even me, I've been on there for, for three years. Last year was COVID, it was really hard. I didn't go to the hub. But now it's taken me three years. To, okay, now to really understand it yeah. and um, and think of okay, innovative ways for us to be better. Because you've got to, you got you know you got to respect you respect the coaches. You know Jeff Walsh, who who's one of the best food directors you know um, around. You've got to listen and learn from that. And and I, and footy's very interesting. You can't come in in these roles and have an impact straight away. You've, you've a lot of experience you've got to learn. So. Um, um, yeah, so so if we go through our, our board just for so obviously Mark Court has been here for, for a long time. Um, he's he plays a financial role, and we're but you we know financially the club's in the position, the best position it's ever been. Okay, financially, um, and obviously up there with 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 um, a lot of the highest, you know, your eagles, yeah. you know, these guys that support themselves really well.
0: And so just on that as well, before we go, the perception is, and yeah. I, I was seeing a couple in the comments as well, yeah, is that how can you, you know, Cordova, we're in a good financial position. He doesn't control the, the salary cap with the players and stuff and what the position yeah. we're in. Is it a so, separate sort of entity? So so, so what we to be honest, what
1: happened was the, um, we've now changed it where a lot of governance in where the balls are crossed it a lot more. Yep. Yeah. You know, in the past that, that you know, it wasn't. Um, and it was just the way Cordova chose to do things. Yeah. Now it is. Yes, you know, now, yep. the, now the board's across it, you yep. know. Um, so his quarter's role was more financially outside the football club, you know, because there was, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but but even in, in the, you know, the, the, the two, two, 2014, 15, 16, we sixteen we're financially in a lot of trouble. And as well, I would have turned the, the, that position around, yep. you know, and now we're, we're the best place the club's ever been at, That's which so can cute. make us, can give us an advantage for, for soft cap and building the best resources around our free department. But if I really quickly I'm not sure you guys are missing in that, but I think you are. So that's Mark Quarter's role. We've got Peter Murphy. So Pete Murphy is a really stupid businessman. What I love about Pete is, is the way he sees people and, and strategically keeps thinking and asking the right questions. Um, strategy-wise, he's one of he's one of the best I've ever ever seen. Yeah. Um, and and I've sort of presented in front of Pete before. And He'll he'll pull apart what I'm saying. his like a still side bottom in terms of decision making in that split second. Pete does that really well, and he'll pull apart and ask me questions. And I'm sitting there going, "Wow, man, how'd you even think of that? Yeah. That type of stuff." Okay, yeah. um, Jody Sizer, she's she's terrific. You know, we do a lot of work. She's done. around the to do better. Report and the initiatives there, and strategically, she's she's amazing. Um, uh, Kristen Holgate, you know, CEO of Stray Post. Um, you know she's she's I've seen her step up as well in terms of the leadership role that she plays and she's been really, really impressive. Yeah. Um. You know, and I'll, I'll go back. There. And then we've got um uh there's Neil and Bridie who just come on. So so and and Bridie Fish isn't on yet. She's but and she, she you know hopefully she gets elected in, yeah. in the AGM. But Bridie's role and this is where I'm really big on is again let's pull apart the club and understand where our gaps are. With the question about women's sport, I believe we had a gap in women's sport, and what was happening was. You know i was you know myself and the boom were trying to spend more time in women's sport that's really hard like i've got you got women you got men's football and i'm going to footy every week and training sessions it's really hard to then go watch netball and, and watch women's sport as well yep. and, and go to training you just can't spread your time so she's come she and being a past athlete she come on and to play that's one of her roles the second part is she her backgrounds in sports science and medical we don't have Anyone on the board that has a medical degree. So when you when you want to pull apart, you know the men's sports science program. Yeah, it, it's it's be, uh, you don't really know yeah, it. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard to challenge a doctor or or, or a yeah. sports scientist, but you know, respectfully challenge yeah, her. Now course, she yeah. can come in and play that role. So, and when she presented, she was amazing. She really, so obviously is going to make this is a gap that we have and we and we need it. Yep. yep. Neil's come on. He's 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 background in obviously. Um, in racing Victoria, he's he did a lot of work digitally. I think there's a gap digitally, and Brad's come on to to, to help play that role at the football club. But the, all this stuff we're saying now with communication, this is this is Neil's forte. So you would be able yeah. to come in and really play a significant role there and help engage with fans a lot more, which is really, really important, as we all know now. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, he's also he also did the redevelopment, redevelopment of the grandstand in Flemington, and we do a lot of work on. You know, one of the things we need to do is—is, is, you know, in the mid two thousands, the Holden Centre was Lexus Centre back then was the best facilities in Australia. Now it's not. Now it's probably down to six, seven, eight. Wow. Right. Yeah. So Neil can play a real role in that redevelopment and make it a state of the art around the world. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, have you know, I missed anyone else? Who else I go? Uh, for? Nothing, Size, nothing. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, and and you know, know. You know then there's myself <laughs> and and can I say someone told me the other day with, with in terms of what what my role. It's funny, you know, when when I think about, you know, and, and I'm not saying, you know, whether I'm I'm the right person, because so I think a board. What, what we need to do with the board is we need to be. So there's we have the Commonwealth Foundation Board, and I was on that for ten years. I reckon that's a real good, you know, a, a good board is like a good list. You need to you need to have people, you know, in in uh, you know we need to be grooming other board members who are coming through to then go. You know, to, and and your board changes. So, so we're putting terms on now. We never yeah. had terms. Yeah. So whether it's three three year gaps or two three year, um, uh, terms on the board, we have a we have members. It's like a good playing a good playing list. Yeah. I step out, someone else comes in. You know that yeah. sort of stuff. So, um, but when I think about you know with you know I've, I've loved you know I love my time and you know this football club. I've been a, a fan, a player, so a fan, a member, a player, a past player. A coach, or did some, you know development coach, in there, and, and helping out in it there. Um, then you, you know, you, you're, a, you're a football administrator. I was, I did some work in membership, and then you, um, then you're on the on the foundation for ten years now as a food director. So some of them I think, you know, what it's 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 great to be able to learn all that knowledge and now try to bring it back. And yeah. now that I've been there for three years, I've actually learned a lot to be able to bring back there. So. And and for me the beauty is you know our athletes I think the priorities you come in we need to, we need to build the best program for you to be the best and then to leave a better person you know exactly. so and for our staff as well
0: beautiful uh, uh, King Goma asks so this is kind of about the coaching board yeah um, what was the thought behind uh, bringing back Luke Ball
1: okay yeah look so we we, we wanted. You know, there's a bit of there's a bit of noise around getting that another footy person there and you know and you know so whose names come up so we had um uh you know obviously there was, there is there is um uh like lee matthews you know who's had a lot of success and, and and been around for a while he's on a board of brisbane so he, he sort of couldn't you know, we had jason dunstall you know obviously a big connection to hawthorne and you know, mick Malthouse's name was, was floated yeah. up and, and who i, I speak quite regularly about this um, and then Luke Ball, you know, is he, ball is 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 very switched on character. Great footballer, Premiership player at Collingwood, um, you know, part of the AFLPA as well. A, AFLPA, it? yeah. Spent some time at Essendon doing some some coaching there. So, you know, we thought he could is he, you know the program. We thought we we know he's going to add a, a lot a lot of value to that process and be able to pull apart and, and pick apart presentations. Yeah. Um, so. That was that was the appointment of, of him. You know, there's obviously Righty who's got enormous amount of credibility and experience. There's myself, then you've got the CEO and CEO obviously the CEO of the Free Club and Pete Murphy is is on board as well. Um, and and his as I said his strengths about people and strategy. You know, and he's a big believer in, in 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 engaging with people to get the best out of them. How do you empower empower yeah. these guys? You know, so I'm really
0: comfortable with, with our board. And what we were uh, uh, our, our committee, we're pretty, the food coaching our committee. Company. Yeah, the we, we we chatted before, and you, you kind of said that, and and maybe I can kind of say it. We have we've never had this sort of board, um, this coaching, this coaching selection yeah. panel in the last what twenty or so years. Yeah, you know, what what was it? It was Lee Matthews, you know, you know. Then you had Tony yeah. Shaw, then you had Malthouse, then sure. straight away you had yeah. Buckley. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now we're kind of kind of stepping back, and it's not just someone. Coming straight in now, yeah. we have that. Like you were saying before, to everyone, we have that process now. now yeah. the two coaches, and we can. It's the best. Of, it's the best of the best. Here.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And and that criteria is to you know because I think it's easy to go and meet someone, shake their hand, say, Right, well, you're your coach for next year." But but we you got to we got to understand what our gaps are. You know, like anyone, you can watch footy and say, "Well, our gaps are we're going sideways." You know, but really, really pull it apart. And okay, because because this person needs to come in and drive this change, yeah, you know, because we obviously not winning so we need it, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so you know, and, and and I'm just saying names there it doesn't mean anything, but but you know, if, if I say like a, a Ross Line or or a senior, or, or a coach who's, who's had experience of Brad uh, Brad Scott or whoever it is, they might be have their strengths, but but their strengths aren't going to plug the gaps that we need now for yeah. the next two three years. You no, know? Or well, I'm not saying a Sammy Mitchell was maybe you know even a, he might not have been able to plug those gaps, so. Hopefully, this criteria and this assessment will be able to, to to really filter that yeah. out and get the right person. Yeah, you know?
5: perfect.
0: That's awesome. Uh, what else have we got? Actually, we got a we got Sean on. Sean, if you're ready, I'll jump you on and ask a question to up. All
8: right. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, just wanted to ask a quick question. Just in, um, the process of like selection, um, as someone that like watches. Uh, the you know the footy obviously um, there's a lot of uh, players um, obviously won't, won't name any names and stuff um, and it's not necessarily do I put them down or anything um, but it's I guess the best way to explain it is um, you know watching a movie but you see the same movie time and time again um, is there any uh, process when it comes to selection? Um, you know, and trying to tell the players that, you know, it's not a bad thing to go down to the twos, get confidence, come back up and play again?
1: Yeah, look, there would be. Look, I, I'm yeah. not on, on, on a match committee, so I don't, Um, yeah. you know, but, but, and I, I know what you're saying. It's, you know, it's very easy, you know, you know, and I know when I was playing, I, I can guarantee yeah. players were like, mate, or well, members would have said, you know, drop, drop their gun, mate. It's, you know? Um, yeah, that towards the end of my career that happened to me, and and um, you know, if, if as hard as it is to swallow, you're like what you're getting yeah. dropped, but, but it's good because you go back and, and and you you get that hunger again. Okay, mate, I'm going to yeah. prove to you, Mick. Oh, you're wrong, mate. I should be playing. So, so that yeah. that can work. Um, yeah. Look, you know, and then obviously with, with us, you know, like like we have got to be really careful. You know, it, as much as being great to play some young players, we've got players there who are going to be rock stars. Yeah, but. But physically, you don't want to play them yet. You know you've got to look after them because yeah. their body hammering. I the last thing you want is someone to come in, yeah. have an impact two, three years, and then by twenty-one they're out. You know, so you've got to be really careful there. Um, so if if you if you what you're saying is some players that maybe are playing longer than you know or should have been dropped, you've also got to think of well, you know, obviously you know yeah. by moving on at the three guys last year that that, that some senior experience. You know, obviously our depth wasn't there this year, so yeah. sometimes, you know, and and, and, and then you, you you back players, right? You trust players too. Like, it's like, hey, listen, I know, I know you've been grateful the last two, three weeks, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with you. I'm going to back you this week to come out, you know? So there's there's all that that's involved, but I like, can understand how it frustrates, you know, a, a, lot, of, a lot of supporters.
8: Yeah, because it's also not coming from a place of, um, like hatred or anything like that. Um, in fact, if anything is coming from a place of love, clearly because you know you, the it's you want them to succeed. Like, there's nothing I yeah. think more, um, you know, there's nothing more rewarding from a you know, common supporter, obviously, like our points of view of, um, seeing guys, especially because we've got a lot of father and son teams. You know, just you know, if they see um. If if we see them win a premiership, I mean that's that's going to be the best feeling ever, sort of thing. So yeah. it's obviously not coming from a place of um, yeah hatred or anything like that. It's like clearly yeah. the opposite. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah it, but it's also just a thing of like knowing what the right process is for it. Because like obviously, as I said, like and I've said it a million times, like you know, it's not coming from a place of hatred, but it's um. Yeah, but also just trying to be like, you know, is it worth like, um, like just saying like, hey, just have a month in the twos, get some confidence up, and come back in, um, and just yeah, like because because I think uh, for memory, not that we don't, or I, or, and I think Luke, um, he he has made it clear on his channel he doesn't like this play very much, but and it is the play from West Coast, but like you know, he actually. Went through a process through, through uh, West Coast and stuff like that, um, and yeah, he was playing in the uh, the uh, I'm trying to think of the
7: uh, waffle, Central,
8: waffle. yeah the waffle, and yeah, yeah like, and because I had a whole documentary about it, and obviously we know how well he played as much as we hate it, um, and yeah, I was just wondering if there's like a similar thing to where we have players like we could have that process for other players too. Yeah, look, we, 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 we definitely have,
1: you know, and it's um, but again, it, it's it's hard to because you know, you know, you you want you want to you, you want to back that player, but you have got to see who's available to come through for that specific role as well, and yeah. and it's no no doubt there's going to be decisions this year. We say, hey, you know, you know, maybe it is. Say, for use an example, Ollie can come in, but he's not quite ready yet, so, so we've got to protect yeah. him. There's a bit of that as well, you know. So, but but man, I understand it's it's. It's frustrating, you know, like yeah. you know, play, players do try their hardest out there, you know, and 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 get extremely disappointed when, when we're not winning. Um, you know, but but uh, look, I, I love hearing this. I, I love I love the passion that, that we've got and, and we care so much about it, you know. So um but uh, but no look mate, thanks, thanks Sean. Thanks
0: Sean, I, 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 Sean man. No, thanks. Thanks, brother. Cheers, man. Uh, I saw this question and I, I love it. Uh, uh, can you see Collingwood ever building their own stadium and turning into their own fortress? So, we see that a lot in the Premier League, where, yeah, and, or just in, just in soccer in general, everyone has that. Uh, and we know Vic Park is like government owned, like, yeah, yeah.
1: Owned, yeah. Like, oh, mate, I, I love that idea too, you know, like just being that big powerhouse. But I, I think the AFL has so much, it's very different here, obviously, than it yeah. is to, to overseas, yeah. so we don't have. We don't have the, um, you know, the the individual billionaires who own the football yeah. clubs, you know. So so it is Rumble the AFL, but, but I would love that, you know. I, I'd, I'd love to imagine being able to go there and, and buy the MCG and build it <laughs> as, as your own. But but I think there's something there we could do perhaps at some stage. You know, I know we're trying to do it at, you know, at, at, at um, the Holden Centre where, you know, we can build our own sort of museum. So I reckon we could start to do something like that. Yeah. And, th- and that's the aim now that we're trying to do. Yeah.
0: Um, so Rick says, Hey guys, big family like car, big difference between a board member shooting off something stupid in the media in comparison to what you are doing now. So that was, uh, that was a comment in regards to like, you know, when you said, uh, the players don't want the board to come out and say something, yeah. but, and, and, and I think, you know, there was a lot of talk as well, where it's, it's a fine line for, for, you know, we don't want to hear what's going on behind, but we also, also, do and, and you know, you've done stuff with Pie Heart, um, yeah. and that was a, a, an awesome uh, interview. And, they, yeah, and they're yeah. great guys. And you know, you came out to like, uh, like, it was the age and, and the Herald Sun, and yeah, yeah, and you know, it's just it's just a peak behind it's a peak behind, yeah. the that, look, we, look, that
1: we need. Look, I think, as I said, I, for me, it was as, as players we hated it, okay, like, and I've said it a number of times now, but, but it got to the stage where. You know stop stop talking shit about me and yeah. and and about our board members because it's not true you yeah. know we're, we're we have we're, we've done a lot of change you know and 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 eddie anyone who was going to replace ed yeah mate good luck yeah 100%. you know yeah you know I, my name got thrown i make like, no chance i'm, I'm not kept, like he's got the biggest shoes to fill and he was so good for us for so long you know he created a lot of change only Collinwood but the afl so it's really hard, you know, and 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 Ed's, Ed's leadership style was very very different, you know, to, to a lot of ours, maybe yeah. you know. So, but but also his strength was PR and media, you know. Yeah. So he's going to come out all the time. Of course, That's his yeah. strength, yeah. You know, and and not comparing, you know, whether it's Mark Hutter, myself or myself or Pete Murphy or Jody or Christine or um, Neil or Variety. It, it, we've all got different strengths, and you've got to play to those strengths, yeah. You know, absolutely. and and you know we've gone from you know you. Look at our leadership. We had, there was there was you know, there's a big chunk of it was Eddie Maguire, Gary Pert, Mick Mulhouse There's big, big sort of personalities, you know. And then it was you know, Eddie Maguire, was Mark Anderson who, who doesn't have that big that that, that, that very, very good yeah where he does but doesn't have that big PR. And then you've got Nathan Buckley who who his execution in the media was it's unbelievable, insane. right? Yeah. So now Bucks is gone. So at the moment you've got Mark Quarter, Mark Anderson, and, and there's Harvey there who, who don't not, they don't <laughs> yeah, have that yeah, but, exactly. but in terms of their strength, they're good at what they do. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. So you know, so so again, look at the you know the gaps is is you know is um what's what's more important is what's more important for Colin. You know, this is what we need to sort of talk about, think about. Is it we want a big big president? You know, and and we want a big CEO. We want a big or do we? Try to identify the gaps and bring the right people in to fucking win games of football, win yeah. premierships. You know what I mean? So, so it's 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 getting that mix right. Yeah, you and know, and, and it may, oh, it's fa- I love it. It's fascinating, you know. And even the whole list management in the free department and, and it's it's
0: we're, we're in for, for some good times, man. I'm telling you. And and that, that's a that's a good point with like you know with Eddie being main PR because one of the criticisms and we and we talked yeah. about it before was you know when Buckley was having that. Um, yeah, uh, that press conference yeah. was you know Mark Corder wasn't Mark order wasn't there yeah. and we know that we're, we're so attuned to Eddie being front and center and, yeah. and we love Eddie right yeah. Yeah. and we' so but we're so attuned to him being front and center for all these sort of big big things so when someone is isn't there, isn't yeah. there you go yeah. oh hang on a second but so that but they don't you know some supporters you know or, or the media as well yeah. they were saying it the media was saying like yeah. oh, but was you, Mark you just turned your head and, and he was there well you know? You know, I, I was there, I was in that room and there was and, and
1: you know, you got you got again, I, I think, you know, this is my you know, is is my thoughts around it is the border behind the scene. We're behind the scenes, yeah. you know, these guys, your CEO, the coach at the time, and and your football director, your, your football manager, you know, but literally a meter across, you know, wasn't on screen was was there was Mark Corter, there was Pete Murphy, himself. So it's sort of and we're there to support, you know, like I mean, but think if Eddie was there, mate, he, yeah, he would have been front and centre, and he would have nailed it. Yeah, you know what I mean, that, that, that's his strength, you yeah. know. So um, it's it's sort of horses for courses, right? You know. So you you've, you again, it's play. Look at the gaps and play to your strengths. Yeah, beautiful. All right, do you want to um, look? You, you know what I'll do. I mean, we can go. On, I'll go on for another five or so minutes. I do need to take my son somewhere, but. <laughs> Um, and then look, I'm not sure what you normally do, but th- th- some of these questions, if you want, I, I can yeah. I can email and answer. Yeah, back yeah, to sweet. The guys I'll in, if you th- like.
0: Yeah, I can I can go through and and I'll I'll also um I'll track it up on Instagram where you can ask a question and, and I'll pick a couple and and the same thing on uh, on Twitter as as well and and, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but is there anything you want to say to before before we send off any?
1: Yeah, I'll, look, just um um. Extremely grateful, you know. Always has it as a player, you know. it's a love seeing guys are training and um, their families are training and that. So I'm just really grateful for the support that, that you guys are giving this football club. I know it's it's tough at the moment, and um, but just but just you know, continue to support us. There's a lot of fun coming our way. You know, we're we doing a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, as, as I keep saying, I think the noise. Is distracting outside of Collingwood, you know, and, and I hope we don't get too sucked in it. Internally, we're rock solid and we've got good processes and, and, and good governance now, now, and, 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 um, creating a lot of change. So, um, and, um, you know, the, the performance side, we'll continue to monitor and continue to look at. And, and the most important part for us at the moment is let's get the best coach available, you know? So, but thank you for your support, um, you know, and, and, and um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump back on whether it's a month or so. Yeah, 100%. And, and when, when we do pick the coach, if you like, i will happy to come back on and tell you why and, and what the strengths I thought would be great for us. Um, but yeah, but thank you. I will get to these questions too yeah, at, at, at some stage. But
0: no, I just want to say a big thank you for, for doing this. It's just, yeah, you know, pleasure, uh, man. it's absolutely, it's ridiculous. I would never, never have thought about it in, in, uh, you know, in all my life. Yeah. But, um, and everyone like Twitter and, and Instagram and they're all, we you know, very appreciative of, of you. And, and, you know, even just coming on, you can see all the, all the comments on that. Yeah. But, um, man, thank you so much. Had a bit of fun, but yeah. Thanks, man. Any, uh, any sort of, uh, any sort of coaching hints, tips? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, I can tell you
1: who's who we've spoken to a couple of times and has presented to um, the panel and is leading the race at the moment is Ted Lasso.
0: Oh, um, did you see my tweet? I tweeted about that. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. need Ted. Someone says someone from the organ. Oh, man, that's hey, awesome. My dad's going to love that. If you guys haven't seen it, how good is it? The
1: series of Ted it Lasso. Is amazing.
0: So it's amazing. It's an Apple Plus series about an American. Uh, uh, American coach, uh, NFL coach, going through to, to the Premier League, and it is one of the best shows going around at the moment.
1: I um, I, Luke Luke Ball was was he's doing a, doing some media today, and he was and he was just sort of asking, you know, um we're talking about." It and I see "If they ask you to say we're getting Ted Lasso, so good,
0: <laughs> so good, up. thank you so much, uh, brother." Thanks, guys. See you All later. See you guys, supers. See us. Thank you.
1: Um.